0: Well folks, it's been a long friggin' time and we're here, we're back. We're actually together in the same room at my house and we're actually doing a super old school throwback to just two mics as well because <laughs> I haven't pulled the contraption for podcasting out in like, Vince, when was the last time you were here?
1: Uh, I looked up the last, I, I had a photo of your dog when it was a puppy and it was like June 9th or something <laughs> like that. So it's been like six or seven months since we've seen each other face-to-face.
0: So legit, I haven't pulled this out since then. Yeah. Like, I, I boxed it up because I was remodeling, and now I pulled it out and don't remember how to use it. So that's where we're at. <laughs> but we got, the whole, we got the whole crew. Oh, shoot. Uh, we got the whole crew back together. So I'm just going to recap the crew. We got Josh, we got Vince, and we got me. But Josh, how have you been? What's up, guys? I have been great as well. Just a ton of working
2: um, in the little break that we had it was something as much needed for all of us because a lot of different reasons for me it was mostly because i was working full-time and also finishing up my very last semester of school so that's a big relief Ooh, to me now
1: congratulations, congratulations. that's awesome so
2: um that was me basically just working and doing school so i'm super happy to be done with that it's a big relief and happy to be back
0: talking with you guys
1: do people feel like uh, do you feel like people respect you more Like, they just see you differently, even though they don't know you. They're like, look at him. He looks so much more mature and graduated. What a
2: distinguished gentleman. (laughs) Definitely not, because I don't know if you guys saw it, but I had, like, a ton of people send it to me. It was just, like, some TikTok or some Instagram video that got sent to me on Instagram where it was, the caption was literally just when you finish your bachelor's degree on a random Tuesday during the middle of COVID quarantines, like, so that's it. Like, we're done. Like, it was so anticlimactic because I'm not going to like walk at a graduation ceremony or anything like that. Just
0: it's it just done. Like is I finished over. it
2: like, all right, I'm graduating. I have my degree. So it's, I don't think people look at me like that. Cause I don't really, even though it is a huge relief off my chest, I don't feel like that much has changed. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. Well, now you have, you you can look forward to the uh, school nightmares that, that you get on occasion. Like every couple of months I have a nightmare where like I miss an assignment or I'm in class back in college again. I'm just like, oh, crap, this is terrible. And then I wake <laughs> up, it's like, oh, <sighs> those are the closest I get to nightmares these days. <laughs> I'm
2: still in the feel guilty section where I'm playing video games or watching TV or something, and my mind goes to that, okay, you're doing this, but what should you actually be doing for school? Mm-hmm. And I like try to put it off, and then it's like, wait. Nothing. I mean, doing nothing for nothing. school right now. So that is, that's a good feeling. Freedom. A permanent, like, summer feeling. So yeah. that's good to finally be there.
1: That's <laughs> awesome. The other thing that I noticed after graduating was uh, time just now blends together because you, na- you no longer have, like, s- school events to, like, separate the year. You know, you don't have, like, summer break or Christmas break or whatever. It's all just work all the time, which you were already doing. You were working full time anyway. True. But not going to school and not having those big events multiple times throughout the year just makes the year just blur together.
2: Yeah, it was weird because school starts for BYU and a lot of other places where I was at on this Monday, so tomorrow Mm. from when we're recording this. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, this will be the first, like, Monday, like, January, Monday of the year where school starts where I'm not getting back to that grind again for the first time. I'll just be getting back to the
0: work grind. Yeah. It's a good and a weird feeling, you know. I'm so stinking jealous. I've been going to school now, part-time, for like a friggin' decade. <laughs> and I'm so over it. I can see the end inside. Thanks, coronavirus. I'm more motivated ever than ever to freaking graduate. But holy crap, this has been forever. So I'm proud of you, Josh. Like, it's a quite an accomplishment. Yeah, it is. Uh, Vince, what have you been up to, man? Like, you're looking hella fit
1: thank you i appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) that's been my uh coronavirus um coping mechanism i don't know life let's just say life in general mechanism is i i just settled into this routine of like morning workout lunch walk you know uh after work run because i can only be in the house for so long and i have nowhere to go anymore um we're pretty lucky here in utah that we're not as locked down as some other states and we have a little more freedom but it's just like we're trying to be careful and responsible you know and so it's just we don't see other people nearly as much as we used to and so I just kind of needed a new hobby and turned out for the first time in my 33 years of life that for some reason fitness turned into a hobby for me (laughs)
0: yeah the only fitness i really did was lifting food to my mouth so i <laughs> can't say the same thing but like you've been like on it all the time like since this started because like you mm-hmm. like you like got you i remember like one of the last times i hung out too you got like a smart watch and everything and you were like going mm-hmm. at it like do you have like one of those like uh you've been active this many days like you've hit your goals this many days? <laughs> going
1: on? you just tee me up here aren't you i'm just curious <laughs> i just
0: want to know well, what? How many days have you been going?
1: I'm embarrassed. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Here, I will, I'll
0: tell my embarrassing COVID thing. I've been going on Duolingo for 210 days oh, straight. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, that's where I've been spending about Heck 20 yeah. minutes a day. But, like, what's your record, man? I really want to know. Uh,
1: I haven't, I haven't missed closing a ring on my Apple Watch since like July or August. I think it might have been August. I've closed my rings every day since then. Dang. With the exception of one, but it doesn't count because my watch froze up and it wasn't recording anything. It was right after a new update came out, I was livid that night. <laughs> because that's, that's what's like the, the most dramatic thing going on in my life right now is that I don't close my rings, my stand-up rings or my fitness rings.
2: <laughs> so for those of us who are out of very disconnected from the Apple world, uh-huh. my only connection with the Apple world is the MacBook, which I use for work can you tell me Elaborate. what the rings mean like i know it's like some sort of fitness thing and you try to close them all but yeah. i don't actually know what So those there's mean.
1: a standing ring where you set goals for each one of these rings and so the standing ring is de- standing ring defaults to 12 so you have to stand up for a minute once an hour for 12 hours throughout the 24 hour day mm. and then there's a move goal which is um uh i think it's active calories right i'd have to pull it up but i can't remember off the top of my head Uh, and then there's oh yeah there's the move goal and then there's the which is the active calories and then there's the exercise goal which is the amount of minutes that you actually exercise and then yeah you're supposed to close each one of those rings every day
0: do you know what really grinds my gears about like my apple watch and and closing those rings is when I take my dogs for walks and I don't hit the on uh, exercise and it like records like 10, 10, 10 minutes of like the 40 minutes we walk and I'm like, you freaking bum. Yeah. Like, you oh,
1: like, well, why I am I, I even out here this? then? <laughs> well, if you'll
0: notice, I don't wear my Apple Watch all the time because I forget to turn it on. <laughs> so it's like, why do I have this?
1: Oh man, it's scary how my watch has become like a part of me. Like, it, it hasn't left my body other than like to shower and sleep for. Like I said, since like August.
0: <laughs> it's got that funky body smell going on probably. No,
1: because I actually have started swimming too, so it actually gets washed for a little bit. That's one of the most impressive things that, that I've had, like been the most impressed with when it comes to this watch is just the idea. You know how long it took for me to get used to the idea that I didn't have to take the watch off to get in the water? It's an electronic device. It should be ruined as soon as it touches like a droplet. But no, I can dive in without worrying about it for a second.
0: So I have the Series 2 mine's old as fuck now in apple world but like i can swim in mine and i i'm still scared of it because it's the first yeah. one that was waterproof and i'm like i don't know if this is it and yeah. I'm Like, oh yeah you can swim in it i'm like i go like into the lakes and rivers of the mountains and I'm you're like,
1: holding your one arm up work. in the air
0: <laughs> I it like it's so funny
1: but yeah in the same way anyway crazy. what about you man what have you been up to
0: I I just kind of commented your whole thing, talking about your fitness. That's fine. That's pretty much my whole life. I think it's so so cool though.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: It's, think this has just not been my strong suit during this. But I did sauna for a while, which has been great. Where do you do that at? Uh, there's, a, there's a sauna place down the street, actually. Ooh, that'd I'd, be nice. Uh, it's amazing. So we should go sometime. Like, I'm all about, like, buddies should go sauna together anytime. Like, I don't even care. There's <laughs> even a poster of it on my wife's office wall. <laughs> yeah, I was reading
1: those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, mostly I've just been hanging out with the dogs, working, hanging with the wife, uh, redoing my house. A lot of changes here. Your um, dog has
1: gotten so big since last time I saw her.
0: Yeah, She's a freaking menace to society is what she is. <laughs> <laughs> she's She has more energy than we know what to do with. Like, she's half lab, half, like, cow dog. It's the worst combination of dog. It's, like, wants to sleep but also wants to go. But she loves the snow and hates the water. Get that? So, I don't know.
2: Oh, I do That's when I wish I lived closer to you guys because my dog, even though he's huge and he's getting closer to that, like, adult, like, like being labeled as an adult for right now, he's still a puppy and he still definitely has that puppy energy. And especially with me working at home all the time and now my wife with her new job being gone for a lot of times, there's some times where I feel bad because I'm sitting around working and I can't really do too much with him. So I do my best mm-hmm. to get out after work and everything, but I wish I could live closer. So I'd be like, all right, let's get <laughs> the dogs together. So these two puppies can wear each other out. But yeah. sadly, I live a bit away now.
0: That is that's true. I wish that we just had more dog friends. I want to start my own dog park. Actually, we designed it today. I want to start it in a warehouse and do a winter dog park, so there's snow oh, year-round. Indoor park. Yeah, but I want to have an ice skating rink attached to it for Ooh. the adults and stuff like that. It'd be cool. But lots of dreams, lots of ambitions. But you know me, working by day, schooling by evening, dog walking in the middle, sleeping it sometimes. I don't know. Not enough time to do everything I want to in this yeah. life. Except I just want to travel again. How about that life, guys? Someday. What the freak is travel?
1: <laughs> yeah, someday. I don't
0: know. We'll get there eventually. I mean, I'm I want to travel so bad. Like I was even looking into Turkmenistan, guys. Like that's one of the places you can go. I don't even know where that is. Me neither. Never heard of that. It's an old. It's an old Soviet country. So look it up. Dang, bald and bankrupt. That's what you gotta look up, and you'll know (laughs) all about it. But we didn't want to like we didn't want to like just BS the whole time and talk about this. We're like we're here for movies, still people. Like this is the pause, Brian play podcast. And in to quote the great Vince, everybody loves talking about movies. So let's talk about some movies. We haven't really designed like oh we're gonna talk an episode and talk a movie right now. But I kind of want to get a recap of what you guys have been watching. I know you guys have also been gaming a little bit. So I think it could be cool to hear a little bit about gaming as well if you guys want to throw that in there i'm not opposed to hearing about it i don't game personally other than sushi sushi mania or whatever that game is on my phone (laughs) parking jam but uh josh what have you been watching what have you been playing lately how's life um as far as gaming
2: i'm like a pretty super basic gamer i just got an xbox one from a friend because he would always stay up on the the brand new xboxes so i just had that from him And I hadn't really been gaming at all for a long time, besides the occasional like Rocket League or Madden game that I would play with some buddies. Um, But then when COVID was happening and everything was all quarantined, like I started to get into the, the, so Call of Duty released in their Modern Warfare game, Warzone, like their new like Battle Royale. And I would play that with some buddies from work and it was pretty fun. So I did a lot of that over the past few months and everything, nothing crazy. And then because I always grew up playing zombies with friends, I also bought their new, the new Black Ops game, the Black Ops Cold War.
0: You're talking zombies. There's not a game like what's like Animal Crossing or Words with Friends It's now like Zombies with friends. In there.
2: <laughs> I have no clue. Not I just that play, I know of. I play the Call of Duty zombies. So that's me. I'm like I'm super basic. I'll just play Rocket League and like uh, Madden with my friends, and then I'll play. Online, some Call of Duty Warzone and and Black Ops, uh, zombies with, with my brother. So I'm pretty basic on that front.
1: Dude, they did, uh, announce the the original developers of. Do you remember the Left 4 Dead series, back in high school? Yes. The original uh, developers are coming back and making a basically a Left 4 Dead 2. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, it's like, it
2: looks it's branded under something dark. else.
1: Yeah, because I I don't think they own the IP. Yeah, so it's no. like the spiritual successor is what they're I've saying. I've heard
2: about that one as well, and I've been wanting to get into that. Have I you seen
1: the gameplay, gameplay
2: on it? I haven't seen the gameplay, but I also played, like, when I could, because I didn't have a ton of video games growing up, but when I was over at Buddy's houses mm-hmm. when I was a kid, we played Left 4 Dead a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks exactly like you, you'd you want a new Left yes. 4 Dead to be. Like, it just looked, I watched, they, they released, like, a beta or an alpha or whatever they mm-hmm. call them to a bunch of people to try it out. And it just looked so much fun. I was watching some of the streams. Oh, it looks yeah, so no. much um, fun.
2: I watched, I watched um, Tim the Tap Man. He streamed He's it when they did the Alpha. Yeah. I watched him do that stream, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It looks then. good, huh? It does look good. I didn't know that it was that one. Mm-hmm. Back, but now, for is back for Blood. Back for Blood. Yes, that's what it is. That is what it is. Yes, I watched. It looks
1: streams. good. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Like that's the o- like literally the only game I can think of off the top of my head that I'm like pumped for that's coming out soon. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm so. so far
2: out of like the gaming community because I'm just like playing basic like Call of Duty stuff that I don't know a lot of other stuff that's like coming out or anything. I'm more attached to the movie side of what's yeah. coming out and everything. But I'm I'm, still I'm like
1: it. I'm, I'm like that uh, guy who played football in high school and he peaked in high school and then he like never played again after high school but he knows everything about what's going on in the NFL that's me for video games. <laughs> <laughs> I peaked in high school and I still know like everything that's going on but I don't play nearly as much as I used to back then. I just kind of jump into whatever looks interesting and then for some reason keep falling back into Apex over and over again. <laughs> Probably because that's my social my social life right now <laughs> is just through this Apex video game. <laughs> oh man. But I did Get a PS5. Hey-o. I don't remember if I've announced this on the podcast before, but you know, that Bug Snacks game, you just had to play it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did, you get, did you get a disk drive or an undisked one?
1: I got it with a disk drive. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll ever use the disk drive. No, that's not true because my Miles Morales copy, v- Spider Man Miles Morales, was a physical edition so i have used the disk drive so it was worth playing that game yeah i beat it it's good it's really good i hear it's gorgeous yeah it's really pretty especially
2: on the ps5 i hear the graphics are amazing
1: Mm -hmm. it was hard to decide because they have high fidelity mode or they have high frame rate frame rate Mm -hmm. mode or whatever and so i tried to play the i played the first half in high fidelity and the colors looked awesome it looked great and then i made the mistake of switching over to the high frame rate mode and it's so smooth and it looked so good swinging through the city that every time I went back to the high fidelity mode, it just it like it's like going from Blu-ray to DVD again, you know? we're Just like, oh, what is this garbage? Oh, yuck. Why is this hurting my eyes? You know? Oh man. So, yeah. Anyway, Damn.
2: it got the brand new PS5 just so you could play Among Us. Yeah, just
1: because I well I wanted it, and also I, I mean I. My plan was just to come across it in passing, in like a Walmart eventually, and pick mm-hmm. it up, you know. Right. But a bunch of the people that we work with were all going for one, and so we all made a deal that if we ever saw one on sale, to buy it. And we made sure each one of us in the office that wanted one got one. And so one of my one of my friends that I work with ended up buying like three or four in one night and just sold it to each one of us at regular market price you know just to make sure we all had it and so like there you go yeah me bailey jason uh tyler lambert got one he doesn't work with us anymore but we all made sure we all had one (laughs) and we never play games together but we all have one (laughs) you all
2: have the ps (laughs) you have the option to play games together because you you all have it on there (laughs) yeah that's great well there you go we've talked about like what we've been doing lately and we've hit the gaming stuff too which I'm sure Vince will get into more when we go over what he's done as well. But so as far as what I've been watching, there's obviously there's been a big break, so I'm sure there's more stuff that's not on my list that I have watched. I just wanted to run over really quick some of the things I've watched lately that I've enjoyed or didn't enjoy or anything in between. So first, a couple weeks ago, I've just been like kind of scrolling, looking through Amazon Prime, seeing if there's good movies that I wanted to watch, and I came across Vivarium which is a movie that came out a few years ago that I really was interested in. It had pretty mixed reviews, and so I was interested to see what was going on with it. It was about, it was starring Jesse Eisenberg um, and someone else who I don't remember who I'm looking up right now, but they're basically, they're like a young couple who are looking for like a house to live in, like, you know, to grow up and live in. And they come across this one and they sort of go to the suburbs to take a tour. And when they do, the guy who takes them to, the, to see the house and to be on the tour and everything, he sort of leaves them there. And then they're like, what the heck? Like, okay, like, let's leave. And as they try to get out, they realize that this, like, suburb where all the houses are the same and everything like that, like, they've somehow become trapped. They drive their car and they try to get out, but they just get trapped in this maze of suburb townhomes and there's no way out and they're left with a child all of a sudden they like find a child in the middle of the road in the box and it says raise the boy and be released and so they just kind of get trapped it's crazy what and so they just get trapped in this thing and the kid's pretty crazy and like i can't really spoil a lot but it's definitely like i would understand why some people wouldn't like it but it's very interesting it's jesse eisenberg and it's like imogen poots imogen poots I don't know if I've seen her in anything I else. I know the name because it's very
1: unique, but I wouldn't be able to tell you what else she's in.
2: Yes. So they were very good in it. It was very interesting. It was sort of like – it had like a very sort of like different like sort of sci-fi feel, especially when you got to the end of it, but it also had very sort of like real-world application about like people wanting to like, like that – having people wanting that to be their life, you know, like there's a such like a sort of a stigma or whatever about people – growing up, you know, moving to the suburbs, starting a family, like doing whatever, that sort of thing, it was also a lot about that, so.
1: It sounds awesome, I just added it to my playlist. It's pretty interesting, yeah. My so watch if list.
2: Have, if you have Amazon Prime, it's, it's on there.
1: So yeah, it sounds right up my alley right now.
2: It's super interesting, yeah, very cool. Um, I watched a Christmas release since we were gone over Christmas, a Hulu original Happiest Season. Um, if you guys haven't seen Happiest Season, even though it's technically not Christmas anymore, I would still recommend it very highly. A very cool and heartwarming story. Um, I remember a uh, quick shout out to our, our boss uh, or my boss, sorry, um, Matt, who recommended that we do like a, an episode on the podcast about what was it? He said like different, like off, like not normal Christmas movies. 'Cause he recommended what was it, the Santa Claus one with Fat Man. Fat Man, yeah, he recommended Mel Gibson. We talk about yeah, with Mel I, Gibson. I have
1: two cousins who have both seen it and they give it glowing reviews. Oh yeah. To the point where one of my cousins said, I so wish I would have bought this movie instead of rented it. <laughs> I think that's the highest like praise you can get for a movie I if like this. you've enjoyed it so much that you wish you would have bought it so you yes. could watch it again. So someday I'll watch it
2: so non-traditional christmas movies he recommended we do that and we were going to have him on for that and then that's of course like right when we ended up taking a break was right around christmas time so this is one I would have talked about then because it's a story about christmas and everything but it's more so about um a couple which is Kristen Stewart and
0: Mackenzie Davis Mackenzie
2: Davis thank you cuz oh, I don't her. know her name who they are they it's are also a couple got- sorry, and Mackenzie Davis's family does not know that she is lesbian, she is out in the rest of the world because her family's like very like her father's in like a political race, like trying to be mayor and it sort of didn't fit different things like that, and like sort of like a family raised like that. And so it's a very interesting story about like about coming out and about how everyone's stories are different in sort of like that LGBTQ community. And it was really heartwarming and I loved it. I watched it a couple of times during the Christmas season. And it was definitely uh, a super good one. Also had Aubrey
1: Plaza. Yeah, the, the cast on it is awesome. Dan Levy. Um, I, love him. I, I pressed play on it, I think, four times throughout December, but never got farther than five minutes into it. Um, w- I have no excuse other than I hit play, and I sat there for a minute and watched it and just went, not tonight, I'm too tired. Or <laughs> not tonight. like I wanted to like pay attention to it, and then before I knew it, Christmas was over, and so I never – Never got around to it, even though I tried multiple (laughs) times.
2: It's all right. I'm sure you'll get it eventually because you will love it. It's very good one that was definitely a highlight of, like, I'll want to come back to it, especially during Christmas each year and watch it. So it's a very, very Uh heartwarming one. I like it a lot. Um, The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Yeah, I saw
1: that one, too. Did you watch that one, Casey? You didn't watch Queen's Gambit? I feel like that's right up his alley.
0: I was watching Raised by Wolves and Game of Thrones, so, like, I didn't watch those.
2: (laughs) Queen's Gamut. I'll let Vince talk about it, too. I really liked it. Like, I didn't... It's sort of queen's gambit had like a really really high like ratings on rotten tomatoes and to be fair i liked it and i definitely like because i have a rotten tomatoes account and so i'll go on and give ratings sometimes that affect the scores and whatever not the critic scores obviously i wish one day but like <laughs> the the audience scores and so i understood because it's like 97 and 94. i did really like it but i'm like that just seems like a little high for what i thought it would be but Anya Taylor, that her an- name?
1: Anya Taylor, Anya Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor, Taylor
2: Joy. She was incredible. She really did an amazing job. Such like a rich like character story and a a topic that's so interesting because it really is like so like highly regarded as like a difficult and like thoughtful game that's existed for so many years and just interesting and the cast really does an amazing job and they. I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. What did you think about it, Vince?
1: Yeah, I thought it was great.
0: I'm not going to lie to you guys. I had to leave because I didn't want any spoilers because I actually oh, yeah. didn't want to watch it. Don't <laughs> worry.
2: I didn't. Even if you had stayed for a second,
0: I didn't really drop yeah. any spoilers. You can keep talking about <laughs> it. I just Really, stay. all
1: you need to know is they make chess cool. And like chess they, cool. sorry let me repeat let me uh restate that they make chess cool again <laughs> <laughs> so it's it was like cool bringing
0: sexy back but bringing chess back yeah bringing chess back. <laughs> yeah it was great
1: it's really well done it's a really well told story and, and it's
0: got anna taylor joy right
1: uh-huh and yes. she's fantastic um and it's got the kid from harry potter not daniel radcliffe but the uh
2: harry
0: potter's brother
1: his stepbrother or whatever, or whatever, du- Dudley.
0: Oh, uh, Dudley, the guy who lost a ton of weight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was He's in um, The Old Guard, and it was the bad was guy in and The oh, Old Guard. Oh, he was
1: the bad guy in Old Guard. We haven't
0: talked about that one, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring that
1: up. He was also in that uh, Western that came out on Netflix a little while ago. He had no arms and no legs, and that's the first time that I saw him skinny and missing most of his body. <laughs> 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 but, oh, man yeah it's it's a great show i think you should check it out like queen's gambit surprisingly pulls you in and just keeps you there
2: yeah i was really surprised because it's a limited series and i was really sad because for some reason i had it in my brain that it was 10 episodes and then during the last part of the seventh episode i'm like this is like a really big like finale-ish vibe like where are they even going to go from here and then i looked and saw it was only seven episodes and that i was finishing it and i got really sad because i was like yeah. i'm like five minutes away from being done when i thought i had three more episodes yeah. it's like so i was sad so definitely a, a must watch it's in netflix top 10 like for the past month, month or so yeah a couple months probably so it's really good. good last one that i wanted to mention like that i know that it's probably just specific to me was i recently watched manchester by the sea which is a 2016 or 2017 movie, I don't remember, uh, starring Casey Affleck. He won the Oscar that year for Best Actor in a Leading Role for his performance, and it was just a really emotional-driven character work tale about a guy who has some bad experiences in a town that he grew up and lived in for his entire life, but some things had happened and just mistakes and things that he had led him to sort of move away from this place. But then circumstances brought him back in a way that was difficult for him to work with um, without spoiling anything because it's it's very hard to talk about without, like, spoiling too much. But it's very, very amazing acting work and such a beautiful story that's really slow and intricate and beautiful and, like, having – not knowing super well, but, like, seeing Casey Affleck and like, a few other things and watching his acting work, it's weird because he really is – He's not just, like, himself doing, like, another person for acting. He completely transforms into a different sort of character, sort of person, in a different state of mind. And it's incredible. I've had it on my Amazon Prime list for forever and had never seen it. And then the other day I was like, yeah, I kind of want something deep, like emotional, like I'm going to watch this. And I can't believe I hadn't seen it before. Just amazing, amazing acting an amazing movie.
0: I was emotionally exhausted after watching that film when I first watched it. It is a beautiful film, but it is like there's a lot to that film. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's good. I haven't watched it in a couple of years. I watched it when I was living with you.
1: Oh Actually, yeah. Actually, I did. Dang. I must have missed it.
0: <laughs> but I watched it. It was like heavy. So, yeah, it's a good it's a good one. That's a that's a really
2: so I know that we each want to talk about what we've been watching, but so I have my two suggestions for ones that we've also all seen that we can probably move to the end, so we can kind of have like a roundtable discussion about them. Also, I've seen Soul and Wonder Woman 1984 are two new releases that I've watched recently that are pretty good, but I figure we can wait and kind of all talk about them together. Sounds good. So Vince, what you been watching, man? Casey,
0: I'll take it from here. I had a really good run, guys. Like it's been a great. TV series movie watching era for me. I rewatched The Hobbit series. Ooh. Then I rewatched The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay. Get the bad out before I the good. I went from bad to better, you know, like it like the thing of the thing with the Hobbit, right, is if you Look at it too critically. It freaking sucks. But I just looked at it from, like, literally, I was only there for the dwarves. Like, there was nothing else that mattered to me. Also, Radagast, the guy who rides around on the bunny oh. the bunny go-kart or whatever. That's so great.
1: I couldn't see past the poop all over his face.
0: <laughs> but, like, that's what I watched. Then, then I uh, watched Lord of the Rings, like I said. I watched Raised by Wolves, that HBO series. Amazing. I literally watched it in two sittings.
1: I'm so happy you finally watched it. I've been wanting to hear what you have to say about it.
0: Oh, I have a lot to say about it. I want more. I mean, I guess
1: we can We probably shouldn't get into spoilers. Spoilers. No, but like... no
0: spoilers here. But what a freaking amazing story! Like, this is how I can think of it, right? Like, if you've played Halo, think of it as like the Halo Colony is going out, but with a more of a religious curb, and then trying to figure out like androids, humans, religion colonizing like so many interesting things plastic surgery i don't even know what else to (laughs) say about this but it was so good and the guy who plays i forget what his name is the main character as a rad mullet um
1: but i just will forever call him ragnar ragnar that's (laughs) what i
0: was like gonna go with like ragnar but he he does good he plays a ragnar like character for sure but he's still like unique and it fits this very well oh yeah um, which I really enjoyed. So if you haven't watched that, you most definitely need to watch Raised by Wolves, me, mother, and father, and have a good day. Yeah. Um,
1: I just, Ridley Scott just knows sci-fi, dude. And I just love how much the series felt like Alien, but with a new twist. You know, I just
0: want them to be a part of that universe so, so bad. I do, too. I've been thinking about this, is I think I have I have theories, but I'm not <laughs> so crazy right now. But I thought about it for a while. I actually watched, like, seven more hours of youtube garbage to figure more stuff out which was really cool Well,
1: you kind of have to with that show it's trippy and i never i every time i thought i knew where the show was going it took a twist i was just like all right i don't know what's happening even Saul yeah. doesn't know you know <laughs> <laughs> so it was like
0: it's it, it was just throwing hooks left and right and i thought oh my gosh yeah we can't go into too deep here or else i'm gonna go crazy.
1: so when but. are you cutting the mullet
0: uh well I've been growing out my hair. I got three and a half inches cut off of it and I'm looking pretty luscious. Um but I think yeah, I'm gonna
1: this do is it for, I am jealous of your I, hair. I think
0: I'm gonna do it for my birthday though. Ah
1: do it. I am <laughs> in one hundred percent support.
0: I don't know if Allie will be though <laughs> Um but yeah, that one and then I also have restarted Game of Thrones. Um and I actually did it with the purpose of watching the side characters before the main characters which is a really interesting take to watch people's storylines who weren't the main characters, which I really have enjoyed so far. So I'm only on season two, episode nine or whatever. Like I think there's only one or two episodes left. So very interesting. I love Gendry still, and I want him to be my homeboy. Um, But what else have I watched? Oh, I watched all of Shit's Creek in like two weeks. I don't know if you've heard or watched. I know Josh knows all about it. I
2: should have mentioned that. I should have mentioned that I watched that as well, not to, like, steal anything. It took me definitely longer than two weeks because I sort of spaced it out, among a lot of other things, but shits Creek. I think I mentioned it, like, some of our last episodes. I had started watching it, but I finished it over the time that we were away, and it was very, very good. But I, I haven't seen the last heavy. two seasons. I sorry. it. Oh, sorry. So good. I haven't I have seen the last two it. seasons of it yet. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Like, you can always watch it. Um... If you have Netflix, I know that a lot of people left because, you know, the
0: office is gone, which is uh,
2: the number one thing on Netflix, obviously.
0: We got freaking Peacock just for the office and for freaking whatever the crap that other one is, Parks and Rec that I love. And I'm just like, how many streaming services are we going to have by the end of the year? It's going to be like paying cable bills and cable rates all over again. But I just want to hate on that. But, no, watching season has been good. Watch Schitt's Creek. It was excellent. Uh, Vince, I want to hear what you got to say.
1: Can I start with
0: Cobra Kai, Cobra,
1: Cobra Kai, Kai, Cobra, Kai <laughs> Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai or die? I binged it. Season three? I got through season three really, really fast, like in two days. Uh, it's not very good. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. It's, on, it's man, rewarding. you supposed to be the
2: one to convince me to start it because I've been trying to for a while. You're supposed to tell me season three is amazing.
1: Season one was so good. I loved it. And then in season two and season three, they just just have really leaned into the soap opera high school drama. And for some people, they love it. Like for, for that, for what it is, it's really good. If you're into the high school soap opera drama where it's like through the whole thing, you're sitting there like one conversation or just one cop coming out would fix everything, would stop everything from, from happening. Like, kids get thrown through plate, gla- like plate glass windows and get cut up all over their face, make a wise crack, have a big karate battle, and then the next day everything's fine. Like, you'd think that kid would go home, the mom would see all these cuts across his face, call the cops, and get the du- all the kids arrested, you know? <laughs> but, that's the charm of the show. You think that, like, you think those thoughts, and then at the same time you go, but I don't want that to happen. I kind of love this. <laughs>
0: oh
2: man! But
1: that would ruin it. Exactly. <laughs> you just kind of like fight each other at the karate tournaments. <laughs> the best part of the entire third season was the uh, so season two ends with a big karate battle at a high school. I'll just put it out like that. Season three opens up with a news reporter talking about this karate battle in this high school, and the way that he describes it or what he calls it is something along the lines of an all-out karate war and they specifically say karate you know it's not like a big (laughs) fight at the school it's a karate brawl or something like that (laughs) Um. so take it for what it is it's enjoyable it's funny i will probably watch the next season just it's it's my garbage show that i'm just gonna keep jumping into um, they just keep leaning more and more into the cameos from the movies. Um, so that's kind of fun if you're a Karate Kid fan. But yeah, Cobra Kai or die, guys. <laughs> Cobra Kai or die. Uh, other than that, I got through The Boys Season 2, finally. Have either you seen that one? No, sir. Really good. Very mature. So be prepared for a lot of blood and gore and sex and stuff but it's All my favorite things. it's it's entertaining man it's fun to watch um i've I've, I've
2: heard a lot of good stuff about it for sure yeah from I've, a lot of people.
1: I've often said my favorite version of superman is when superman goes evil like injustice and red i mean red sun he's not really evil he's just working for the russians like
0: so you really liked brightburn then
1: i wish i had such high hopes for brightburn <laughs> but they have a character in the boys named homelander and he's 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 Superman, and he is just so crazy and fun to watch in this show. Just the the show is very watchable, you know. It just one episode just rolls into the next, and it just you, you know, some shows the episode ends and you're like, okay, I feel good, I can watch this again tomorrow night. With the boys, it was like one episode would end, I'm just like, well, I have to see what happens next. Oh, I'm loving this, I have to see what happens next. And uh, our boy Fat Neil shows up. I texted you guys Fat right in the Neil!
0: middle. <laughs> It's riot time! <laughs> <laughs> Let's tear this mother down! <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes.
1: Fat Neil is a character from me and Josh's favorite show, Community, uh, which I'm in the process of rewatching right now, because why the heck not? Because always. Because always. <clears throat> um, I have Raised by Wolves on my list, uh, but we do- talked about that already. Freaking cool. Um, and then I've, I've watched a couple movies, but like Josh said, uh, the ones that I think I really want to talk about are soul and wonder woman. I also have been kind of rewatching the Marvel movies just cause I feel like it feels like forever since we've seen a Marvel movie and Wonder woman didn't really do it for me. So I had to jump into something I enjoy. I have to
0: say something about Marvel movies. Actually, it's a new year guys. I did the whole thing where if you turn on your Turn on Avengers Endgame at 9.30, whatever. 930-30 or whatever. Oh, no, you did Yeah, the snap. We got the snap <laughs> right at midnight, guys. We did it! Allie and I did it! We <laughs> awesome. welcome the new year with I am iron man don't you remember my story where i was like holy shit it worked (laughs) i I saw you did that
2: i thought that you were just like messing and you just had put it on as like oh yeah we did it but like i had no clue that you really
0: did that that makes me respect you on a new level (laughs) (laughs) But yeah that happened so i just had to bring that up you're right wonder woman didn't do it for me and i want to know if it did it for you guys like vince you said it didn't really why
1: i've seen it twice now i watched it once ch- once on my home screen and then i watched it once on uh my brother-in-law's brother's giant theater room
2: so the it, one we went to yeah the
1: one we Ooh. went to um better on the big screen but okay. just i i wanted to like it i watched it twice because i wanted to like it and i didn't
0: it that's that was the same thing for me though. It was like I really wanted to like this. Like Wonder Woman is my 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 wife's favorite superhero next to Captain Marvel, right? Like I'm two powerful women, but like, and I like Wonder Woman, and I think that Wonder Woman has a lot to offer. I thought there were a lot of. I'm not gonna go crazy, but there were a lot of cool like throwbacks and a couple of cool Easter eggs in there, and stuff like that. Like that was fun, but it was designed to pacify pacify you at home it well, wasn't
1: it wasn't though because it was supposed to be released on the big screen that's the
0: thing it didn't work it wouldn't have worked on the big screen it like literally it was for something for you to do on your couch like so you could look <laughs> at your phone and watch a movie <laughs> like it that's how i felt and maybe okay, josh gotcha. is gonna come back and be like actually but like that's how
2: i felt actually? i don't know what do you think josh i definitely still in- enjoyed it like if we are talking about like Tied me over in between this ginormous break we've had in basically all superhero movies, which you know that we're a sucker for. We've done the Marvel bracket mm-hmm. and everything like I also didn't love it. Like I did like it. I think the first one was a lot better than this one. I did definitely enjoy some aspects of what they brought. Pedro Pascal's character. Loved I thought he was hilarious, amazing, and he sort of had a really full arc I think that Kristen Wiggs could have been developed a lot more than it was. Like,
0: it oh, was, the CGI. The CGI <laughs> was super weird
2: with the whole like leopard cheetah
1: leopard, cheetah, cheetah
2: thing. Yeah, that's like she that. cheetah, right? Cheetah thing at the end, like strange. And I feel like that fight also could have been so much more. I did like Pedro Pascal's character arc, and he did an amazing job. I feel like Kristen Wiig did an amazing job, but I just feel like her character was underdeveloped with what they could have done with her and it just wasn't satisfying like I feel like we we didn't care enough it felt like they just put too much into hey like uh, Wonder Woman has to let go of this thing that she finally got back which I get was like supposed to be big and emotional but like it just I don't know felt like very like very gimmicky very strange it was fine and I liked it I won't say it was a bad movie but just as far as bridging the gap between this ginormous ginormous chasm that we've had of superhero movies. It just is not enough to get me through until May.
1: Yeah, I don't think there was anything unique to the Wonder Woman movie. That was my biggest problem. I can forgive the plot holes. I can forgive the... Um, unanswered questions or the weird questions that get brought up because of stuff, stuff that happens in the movie, you know, like the way Steve Trevor comes back is very weird, you know? Um, I can forgive all of that, but it was just so eye-rollingly corny and ununique unique that I was just bored through the whole way, the whole way through it. Like, the action scenes are not, in my opinion, that great, kind of uninspired, um, like, the opening scene, I think, is it's not even the opening scene. It's the second opening scene in the mall. That's where it lost me. It just felt like they were hamming it up. Like, they had the most over-the-top villains, like, these little thieves trying to steal stuff and set this tone for this movie that I just don't want in the DC universe. I don't want this, like christopher reeves 1980s style superhero movie anymore
0: well it felt like the old wonder woman tv series like very cheesy gimmicky like it was there to please you know people who are home around a certain time of day and i, I i'm the same way i wanted to like this but both of us watching this film picked up our phone like three or four different times and i was like <clears throat> yeah
2: that made it feel like number one. I turned to my buddy Kate because we'd watched it together, and I said she's just kind of feeling like a friendly neighborhood Wonder Woman now, because yeah. like, she's like salt, like helping like, these little things. And I guess that's like if you're living forever and there's not huge villains every once in a while, it's kind of what you do. But that happened, and I agree that I sort of lost it there as well. I did really like the opening scene, the whole
1: the thamascara the, stuff.
2: Yeah, like the like the the. Decathlon, uh-huh. you know, like the island. I thought that was very cool. I liked that. But then after that, I just kind of went downhill from there.
1: I do, like you said, I really did like Pedro Pascal. Um, every time I greet people now, I just look at them and give them a giant thumbs up like he does. I point <laughs> and then thumbs up. I don't know. I just loved watching him overact. You could just tell he was having such a good time. But that's the funny thing. Like you said, it's friendly neighborhood Wonder Woman at the beginning, and then it just devolves into another portal in the sky opening up end of the world superhero movie I'm so tired of DC doing this they've done it in Suicide Squad they did it in Man of Steel they did it in Justice League they did it, well I guess not ju- uh yeah Justice League mm-hmm. open yeah like every one of the DC movies is a portal in the sky that opens up end of the world and it's just it's exhausting like Wonder Woman should have those big end of the world stories but I'm just tired of them from the DC universe this is why I'm so excited for Suicide Squad because it seems like it's going to be a much lower key movie like the new one not the old one which ended up with another portal in the sky <laughs> but uh i watched ant-man 2 night before last and i think that's why i enjoyed it so much because it's such a low-key story about ant-man just running around through the streets of san francisco trying to pull someone out of the quantum realm you know it wasn't an end of the world thing someone was trying to steal their technology and that's about it and then the other bad character was like on her deathbed, so trying to keep herself alive. Wasn't the end of the world, but wow, it was a fun movie, you know? I wanted that from Wonder Woman, I wanted it to be fun, and parts of it were a lot of fun, but it just wasn't unique, It's just kind of (laughs) bleh. So yeah, I don't know.
0: I like, I don't know, I saw this map the other day of everywhere, every nation where the Marvel Cinematic Universe was like filmed, right, across the United States, and like kind of where they pose the whole world, and you're right like it shouldn't be that they're globe trotting everywhere all the time they should like have like friendly neighborhood spider-man problems I don't know like I think that makes it more relevant sometimes and but I just don't want any more holes in the sky either like it's
1: the hard thing about the DC universe
0: yes it is
1: like Marvel works so well I have a friend Michael I think is the person who told me this like Marvel works so well because it's regular people dealing with the problem of gods Thanos comes in and it's a regular human being like Iron Man dealing with these problems whereas DC it's the opposite it's gods dealing with the problems of man how can you have someone like Wonder Woman who's unstoppable you know have a relatable story when she can't be hurt when she can fly when she has an invisible jet when she can jump across the world and whip you know swing across a lightning bolt
0: corniest way to make an invisible jet too by the (laughs) way I hated it so much (laughs)
1: i rolled my eyes pretty hard at that and at the flying moment
0: (laughs) yeah it was like a knockoff of man of steel uh i wasn't pleased with that either which i did rewatch recently too so good job i liked man of steel um guys we got to move on to soul really fast i got to move us forward we could talk this forever probably in my opinion pixar's greatest thought-provoking piece to date for me personally soul was so well done in design and storytelling obviously a uh, much higher quality than wonder woman 1984 and i'm gonna like do a low blow there to you dc but like warner brothers so Bro- <laughs> i was thinking i was like can i say warner brothers <laughs> but yeah i real don't quick know before
1: what just real quick how happy are you guys that the next DC product that we get is going to be the Snyderverse? Woo-hoo! I'm actually really excited,
0: guys. I want a better, like, okay, I know I was like, we're going to go to Seoul, but, like, I digress here.
1: I'm sorry, you just mentioned that. that. I have, just had to be like, that's what we have to look forward next for, to next in the DC universe is the that, Snyderverse.
0: And that I'll have
2: HBO Max when that happens so I can watch it. Woo! <laughs>
1: Anyway.
0: Uh, Yes, Josh, you're the Pixar head. Tell us about Soul.
2: Ugh, Soul, guys. So, obviously, we talked two movies released on Christmas meant to sort of save the season in a cinematic movie sort of way. One, trying to bring back the superhero genre flops. One, talking about some very serious topics in a very funny and cute and Pixar-y way. Soul is amazing. And I don't think i've talked to a person yet who hasn't loved this movie like i've seen comments on the internet where people are saying blah soul was boring and you're just like okay well you're obviously in the the stupid part of the internet so (laughs) i just won't even comment won't even think about it soul really is incredible and i've been meaning to for so long to sit down and watch it for a second time because the first time i watched it i did stay awake the entire time although it was christmas day And since I was at my family's house and there are still small children in that house, we got up very early to open presents. So I was very tired when we were still watching soul. So I need to watch it when I'm fully alert and like completely ready. But there's so many different meanings and so many different things that you can look at and what they've posted about it and what they were talking about, what they're trying to get across can come across so clearly. And sometimes it's vague. But then when you think about it that way, you say, oh, it's amazing. Like. One of the main things from an interview with the director that i watched that they were trying to talk about is they were saying we want to address does living out and fulfilling your dreams is that actually the key to a meaningful and purposeful life do you have to fulfill your every dream and desire in order to have fulfilled your purpose on the earth and do what you meant to do on the earth and it's led obviously by an amazing vocal team with Jamie Foxx and... Um, Tina Fey? Day, Tina Fey. Almost, I was saying Day for some reason. Tina Fey. And just, they go through this amazing story that goes little by little and shows the hopes and dreams of someone who's just yanked from the world, showing what they want to do with their life versus someone who has not yet entered the world. And it's just, I don't know, like, I want to talk about what you guys think about it as well. I just, there's so many different things think about it. I was tearing up at the end. And I want to... Sp- Oil, too much or anything but it just m- leaves you with so many thoughts and feelings about your life your hopes, and it does the amazing pixar balancing act that it can always do of providing an amazing and fun story that kids will be entertained and watching while the adults are sitting there like thinking and contemplating and like feeling such crazy things like i do when i watch inside out and when i watch up and everything it just leaves you so emotional and they do it in such a beautiful way. Their animation style just continues to amaze and evolve, and I just can never ever get enough. Every single time a new Pixar movie is released, we talked about *Onward* earlier this year. It was amazing and it moved me in one way. And then *Soul* comes comes out, and it's a completely like different style, especially when they're in like that, the the great before or the after in the animation, and it's very different and very soft, and has those like light blue and greens, and it's just so gorgeous the animation and everything they do with the cinematography in quotes with the way that the animation works they have amazing voice actors who work with them but the stories are always top tier and cannot be beat like i love pixar and i love a lot of the early things because they're amazing and original but i think that pixar is just climbing and climbing like every single movie they release after the let the last i'm not saying it's always topping isn't being like the next number one, like that's on their list, that they're always making their next best movie, but they are, they've yet to in the last little while release. They don't release bad movies recently. Like if Prickstar's releasing a movie, you can almost always count on it to be real and emotional and raw in such beautiful ways and tell amazing stories with amazing morals and just be awesome.
1: Totally agree with everything you said. I absolutely loved it. Um, one of those movies that you sit back through the whole thing and it makes you rethink your entire life uh and then and in multiple ways like you said like at one point in the movie you're thinking like what is my purpose what is my purpose what is my purpose and then by the end of the movie you're like I don't need a purpose is my life good like am I fulfilling it even though I don't really know what my purpose is you know um it's yeah it's beautiful that that was the first thing that I watched it with my family too, and that's the first thing that someone said after, after it ended was, well, that was beautiful, you know? And I totally agree. I loved how unique and creative the before and the after were. I guess mostly the before earth. Um, the Terry's were just freaking hilarious. Uh, they even had the uh, voice actor from I- IT Crowd that plays Moe's. I don't know his real name, but it's one of those voices that you're just like, it's Moe's, you know? Just, I don't know, all around great. Uh, the only thing that threw me off was when it first started, the animation on Earth was just different than I've seen Pixar do before because Pixar is usually more that cartoony look that you get of the, like, before and after life in this movie. So that threw me off a little bit, but I fell right into it, you know? Like, at first it's just kind of like, oh, it's, like, kind of realistic. And then you forget completely about it. For me, that's how it was. Absolutely beautiful movie. I have nothing... Bad to say about it. I loved it.
2: It was kind of cool. Just like as a quick note for like the Earth animation, and everything to see how far Pixar has really come. Because not in the exact same way, but there's very similar scene to. So in a Bug's Life, obviously there's scenes where you see those like what are those like leaf things you know that spin to the ground, uh-huh. that like fall. Like there's a couple scenes in Bug's Life where you see that. And then in Seoul, there's also a scene where he's sitting on the ground where he just sits and he listens and everything and he sees that falling to the ground. And so it's not obviously like shot for shot, like you could compare them side by side, but just in a realistic thing, you can watch them and see how far animation has come in a span Mm -hmm. of 20 something years, you know, since Mm -hmm. Bugs Life was released. And now it's just incredible and crazy to see.
1: I also have to say. How impressed I was with how cre like how creative they are to give us a visual interpretation of something that no one knows what it looks like or could ever know what it looks like. You know, who knows what the before looks like or if there was a before for that matter. Who knows if the af- what the afterlife looks at- like or if there is one. And then more uniquely, that moment you know that moment in everyone's life where they get in the zone. You know what that looks like. How it's like this moment that's part of the afterlife almost when you get in the zone it's like you're in the zen moment and they gave a visual interpretation of what that is and also what a slump looks like you know like it's just such a creative way to do everything like they put these thoughts out there and now i mean i listened to a podcast they, they said this kind of the same thing as whenever they think of the afterlife the before they think of pixar now you know, they gave us a visual interpretation of something that will stick with a lot of us for a long time, that that's how we're going to imagine it. It's cool.
0: I agree. I thought like the whole thing was good. Like I'm one of those people who have wandered around and like, what is my purpose? Like, I felt like I just hadn't gotten my badge, you know, to be able to come down and sorry, I just gave a spoiler there guys. Oops. But anyhow, like get on, get on Disney plus and watch it. But really beautiful film, wonderful storytelling, great voice acting, I I don't know that it, it really just hit me as like a, a quality piece of something that needed to to be told in a way that you could visually represent it in a good way, I guess. I don't know. But also another cool thing about it was I feel like Pixar they've continued to be creative enough that their audience doesn't really have a targeted age anymore. Like that was something a child could go in and gain something from, but also, vince and i in our you know our 30s can go enjoy as well so it's just like they've done well and i think people older than us can enjoy it too but yeah i i think it's a great one guys sorry i gotta kind of cut this short and wrap it up here but do you guys have any last nuggets to drop
2: nope not specifically um i just want to give two really quick because i know that we're not going to go into them we had talked about but just sort of like what we're looking forward to really quick for this year i'm just going to list some of my top movies i'm excited for quiet place part two obviously we've been waiting a very long time for that uh black widow as well super excited snyderverse uh the new um suicide squad i'm also super excited for and just excited to sort of get hopefully more back into a normal groove with movies and being able to have a lot of new content That we can watch enjoy and appreciate and i'm just super excited to be back to be able to watch those and then to come back and talk about it with you guys so
1: totally agree um on the uh, tv side of things because we're kind of in COVID, and tv is like more excited more more exciting to me right now than movies since we don't really know what's going to happen with the theaters here coming up Um, on my list of most excited for next year i didn't word that right but you know what i'm saying um number one there's a new alien tv show in the works uh the guy that made legion noah how holly is no i think i say his name no noah holly is going to be running it and writing it i loved legion it's a freaking mind bender show and so i'm so excited that he's taking over the alien uni- universe and working with ridley scott in this so it's gonna be really interesting um there's a dexter reboot coming out which i was a big fan of dexter don't know how that's going to be, but I'm going to watch it because I watched every episode of Dexter. Um, the Last of Us, there's going to be a HBO movie coming out of The Last of, or TV show. Isn't of that the last Tom Us Holland is in there? Uh, I don't think they've had any casting calls yet. Oh. Um, you're thinking of ch- Uncharted. That's, that's it. That's Thank gonna be a movie. you. The Last of Us is a zombie flick or a zombie game that they're turning into a zombie TV sh- show that's focused more on. It's a zombie movie. It's the characters that really matter, not the zombies freaking awesome video game real excited to see what they're gonna do with the show because they're actually bringing the writer in from the last of us games to come in and help write this way excited for it i think it's gonna be really well done and then there's a lord of the rings tv show on amazon coming out eventually that i'm excited (laughs) for so i'm so pumped 2021 should be if it's not great for the movies should be pretty good for tv crossing our fingers
0: i'm in the same boat i am gonna be sad the theater has changed as much as it has Uh, the last movie went and watched in theater was tenant and I went in there by myself and I have no intention to go back anytime soon to pay for those prices when I can just legit get HBO max and watch whatever I want pretty much. Uh, but I'm excited. It's going to be a fun year ahead of us. And more than anything, guys, I'm excited to be back talking movies with the two of you. So we're going to get back together again. We'll, uh, do a little bit more. Uh, we'll have to do things. Also, I rewatched Jojo Rabbit and thought of you guys the entire time. I didn't even think about the actual story. I was like, my friends and I did a podcast on this. So I'm glad to be back. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast. And uh, as always, uh, join us next time.